Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of CQP Moments Podcast and a little bit of everything with me. This is a collaboration episode special with the Coupon Queenpin from CQP Moments Podcast and Angelica from A Little Bit of Everything with Me. We are going to be recapping the hit show on Netflix called Firefly Lane, episode three called I'm Coming Out, Revelations Involving a Teen Magazine, a Political Investigation, and a Secret Message Cause Major Questions for Sheen, Tully, and Kate. I mean, Sean, Tully, and Kate. How you doing, Coupon Queen Pin? Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Uh, find something green to eat and don't pinch a leprechaun. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. So this episode, I, I've actually started noticing things about the show. And I, I remember we were saying that it was confusing um, because of the flashbacks. But now I'm starting to see you can tell the flashbacks um, and whatever you're in. And actually, the funny thing is, with this episode, we actually kind of get introduced into a new era for Kate and Tully. So it was pretty interesting to watch. And one of the things like it's it's super like crazy because remember when we were doing um, when we were doing 13 Reasons Why and you had that whole like Senia Sepia type uh, look and then you had the vivid colors. Mm-hmm. Well, the only difference in the cinematography for this one is when they're back in the 60s and they're doing the whole kind of clouded haze kind of thing, and it's a little bit more bright. But for the most part, really, it's a lot of the hairstyles, a lot of the fashion, and looking and saying, oh, okay, this is what time, you know, what time frame we're in. So you can kind of start to tell because I think the the thing that is the least to change for the most part, especially with adult Tully, is her hair. But even at some point, we begin to see this change. So it's like, oh, okay. You, you begin to notice things. So, yeah. I I I'm I'm finding this rather interesting. You know, it's true what you mentioned. Now we're moving into different parts of their life. Like um Johnny and Kate's relationship has been evolving and we've seen obviously um through the episodes uh their connection and what what it's like, but then also we go back into the the present of them pretty much living almost separate lives and i love i love the show because we get to see how these characters in their present lives are evolving and how they're interconnected in some sort of way because through these episodes we see the friendship between tully and kate how it's changed even when they were 
in high school because now they're in high school, right? They're, they're really just, it's just interesting to me. Like, I don't want to share too much because we're going to be recapping it. I had to kind of stop myself from doing that, but it's true. We're seeing those kind of similarities. And of course the fashion, the hair, and it's really interesting to get the fashion, but you know what? We have to give it to this cast because it's really not easy to, kind of go back in time, right? And the whole production team to just, I I cannot imagine what they have to go through to do these scenes currently in the present and then putting on these wigs and doing this hair, putting on these outfits and then switch it up and because they have to make them look super, super young, right? And I we have to give it to the production and the people behind the scenes doing this because if not, there wouldn't be a show. They wouldn't be able to do these transitions. Right. So Right. And and I think one of the things that most people don't get is most of this is Tully and Kate in their adult lives. So, like you said, you've got to kind of give it to production here because, yeah, you've got, of course, childhood, Kate and Tully, but those are different actresses. Even childhood Sean is a different actor. But you've got mom and mom and dad who seem to be the same throughout. Um, Cloud, who I think the production team has done an amazing, an absolute amazing uh, transformations with. Because we've seen Cloud in several phases from even just from the first season until now because we've seen young cloud we've seen middle-aged cloud we're seeing older cloud so yeah it's like whoa so yeah the production team has done an amazing job and when you look at the actress that plays cloud and you're like wait what this woman is not that old (laughs) Yeah. You know, so it's it's really a cool thing. And I think we had even pointed out, like, what was it, last season? That her, the actress that plays Cloud is actually younger than the one that plays Tully. Mm-hmm. Is that? Yeah, we, we actually had pointed that out, that the, that the actress that plays Cloud is actually younger than Tully. So we're like, whoa, okay. So they've done an amazing job with her. So even Kate. Yeah. Like you see her in her presence. She's like, they made her, I don't know if they made her look wrinkly than what she originally is because you're just like, wow, she looks like a disaster. I know she, and the character has gone through so much hell in her life in the last, I don't know, let's say year because we don't know what kind of time yeah. frame we're at but i'm just like when they put her in back into the past and her younger years i'm just like i don't know who who is who is what's real right and and i think that's the one thing is is whoever is doing makeup whoever is on makeup and costumes and prosthetics like they are really good with this because they're taking into account the little idiosyncrasies. The, hey, you know what? You know, 
she's had a hard time. So it's not well that she's gotten older, but she looks a little more, you know, not as well put together. So it's like, whoa, okay, you're taking into account, like, who who are they asking behind the scenes? Do they have maybe some sort of therapist that would say, hey, you know what? We noticed when people go through this, they they look like this. You know, so it's it's really a cool thing to watch. I agree. So let's get into this episode because it is really interesting. So mind you, for those who are watching it and they're kind of confused, we go through, I guess, so to say, with two characters in the show, which is Sean and uh, Mara, they are going through some stuff with their own personal life and yeah kind of like a rite of passage yeah and i love how they brought up sean's past and how he grew up and then we kind of see i guess in similar in age so to say with sean and mara and how we see kate and johnny react to this right and Right. Of course, the relationship that Mara and Sean have with Telly. Right. And I think the other thing is, this is where we get to see Kate's relationship with her mom kind of sort of turn her into her mother for a few moments. You know, and, and I think that's that's the interesting, that's the... That's the real interesting thing about this. But yeah, let's let's get into this because you know, this was this was really I think this is where we really start to say the season starts to come alive. So, but the one thing is that Kate has a Kate's like wakes up and she's going downstairs she's in her house she wakes up she's going downstairs and she wants ice cream and it's funny because johnny wakes up you know he's been sleeping on her couch and he wants ice cream too and there's this very steamy ice cream scene but unfortunately for kate it's just really a dream that she and Johnny are going to get back together. So the crazy part is that the time on the clock in her dream and the time that she actually wakes up to actually go get ice cream are exactly the same. But in reality, Johnny is on the couch just sleeping. He's not thinking about her. He's not thinking about ice cream, you know, Thank you to Ben and Jerry's for uh, providing some want much wanted snacks during that time because they were the ice cream that everybody was trying to get at that point um, in both the dream world and the real world. Um, but yeah, I, I was like, whoa, that got a little hot and heavy. And it was like, is this actually going on? But no, it was really just a dream. You know, that dream, I was just like, damn, that was fast to get back together. <laughs> I know. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, wait a minute. Are we really doing this? Like, what is going on? And I was like, no, this has to be a dream. This has to be a dream. And sure enough, it was a dream. I was like, oh, okay. 
But then we kind of flash back to high school and we see, you know, the infamous projector come out. And for those of you that know, you know, when you saw the TV come out in school, you knew it was time to watch a film. When you saw the projector come out in school, it was time to watch a film. So we see the we see them the a class watching a projector. And at first I was a little bit confused because again, let's talk about haircuts. There's this new haircut that Kate has. And she has the same haircut as a young redheaded young lady standing next to her. But there's no telly so far. So the crazy part is it seems to be a biology class. And they're watching this film, of course, about the human body. And during a very awkward scene, Tully enters the room. And she takes her seat. But the thing is, after this, they finish watching the film. And Kate sees Tully and is like, oh, you know, hey, what are you doing back? And they talk about Cloud being out of jail. But Kate's new friend is pretty much a you know, nosy body and kind of lets the cat out the bag. Hey, you know, Kate told me all about your mom and how she was in jail and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh my gosh, how embarrassing. Like, okay, Angelica, how embarrassing would that have been for you? Very, very embarrassing. I would have been like, you know, knowing Telly's personality, I'm not going to lie. Like, she did a freaking good job just standing there because that's her persona and she's she's the strong one she's able to take anything at this point because she's literally kind of raised herself and we see that resilience in her because if it was Kate the other way around and that was her mom she would probably just cry about it or she won't even hit a person she won't even hit a fly uh but she Telly really took it and just kind of, you know, just stood there like, who are you, first of all? Like, I felt like she stopped listening to her anyway. And she was probably thinking about, like, what's wrong with you, Kate? Like, how could you betray me in this sort of way? But I have to say, you know, I would have been like, probably slapped her across the face or probably just took a telly's advice and just stood there and kind of just rethink what type of friendship do we have? Exactly. Like what type of friend, like what type of friend are you? How do you tell your best friend's entire business to someone else that you just barely know or because your best friend has left? Like that's not cool at all. So mm, I don't know. I really don't know about this, but then we're back in 1985 and Tully is, you know, she's got some secrets going on. She's going on another lead. And the crazy part is this Danny guy keeps popping up. Danny now works at the same, you know, same station that Tully works at. And 
the crazy part is, you know, Tully gets this lead, of course, on Binswanger, and she wants to go follow it. But unfortunately, the station has given the story to Danny, so he's getting to get the hard-hitting story scoop on this whole thing. And Tully's like, hey, you know what? I want. I found this person. I want to follow the intel. This is my story, and I'm not letting it go. But Johnny, as their producer, says, hey, well, since the station gave the story to Danny, you have to take him with you. So it's like, oh, oh my goodness. And this is the last thing that Tully wants to do because she's not really Danny's biggest fan. Now, they did share a moment, but she's still not his biggest fan. But she goes ahead because she wants to sleep. She wants to find out some information. And it's like, oh, okay. But in between then, you know, Kate announces that she's got to get home to get to make the malarkey family dinner. And Johnny's like, well, why don't I come? You know, I can do all this stuff and I can help you out. And she's like, uh, no, because my mom knows what happened between you and, and, and Tully. And my dad thinks that you're pretentious and, you know, ever since you talked about football and all this stuff and she's like, you know, she's really trying to keep him out of the line of fire, but he's determined that he's going to come over and he's going to win over mom and dad. He's going to bone up on his football. He's going to, you know, make a great impression on her mom and, okay well I don't know I I, I think that you know this may not be the best idea but he's determined that he's going to make this work but we come into the present or somewhat into the present and Kate is putting clothes away, of course, after doing laundry. And she goes in the Mars room. And unfortunately, it, well, if you remember, Mars away. Mars not there. Um, but um Mara actually left her computer on, which was very strange to me. I don't I don't get why Mara's computer was on. But it was on and her messages are going through. And it seems as though Kate is trying to read her messages somewhat from across the room. And you see this squinting. But Johnny walks in on her and is like, what are you doing? Reading her emails? Isn't that an invasion of privacy? And so she's like, no, it's her messages. And it just happened to come up. You know, but then instead of forcing Kate to move away or telling her you know you should really leave that alone he begins to read the messages with her and it's like okay so now you have two people spying 
But then Sean comes up and he's like, what are the two of you doing? And they jump like two kids that got caught with their hands in the cookie jar. And they're like, oh, nothing. Um, And he realizes that they're reading Mara's messages. <laughs> but instead of him saying, you know, he actually does try to protest for a little bit. But they tell him, well, you read them because then you can't, you know, it, it's not us looking at it. We're not, we can't be, you know, spying parents. I mean, that was, I think, one of the funniest scenes that I've ever seen. Like, they're they're kind of inducting each other into this spying mission on Mara's messages. Like, I, I don't I don't know how to feel about that. What did you think? It's tempting not to, Rita. Let's be real here. Like, I don't know. I just became a parent. And how would I react to that? Well, first of all, the computer wouldn't be on that screensaver mode for more than probably two hours. <laughs> but if something was left open, I... I don't know. It's like you just you just want to know like what's going on. You want to see what's happening and you're just curious who are they talking to? You know? So I would probably be a nosy parent. The funny thing is they discover something about Mara. And you know, Sean can actually, you know, empathize with her and sympathize with her and He's like, okay, you know what? Let's not make a thing out of it. But Johnny, Johnny, you know, agrees with him and says, you know what? Hey, let's not make a big thing about this. Let's be natural about it. And Kate's like, well, what do we do? Maybe we need to ask her. Maybe we need to say something to her. And they're like, no. My, now, my thought on this was since Kate is really a jumpy person, you know, because what happens while they're finding stuff out about Mara is she actually calls Kate and asks her to come pick her up. But, and they allow her to go. My thought is she's not the best at being stealth or, you know, just letting things ride. So why would you allow her to go pick Mara up? I feel that either Sean or Johnny should have gone or one of them should have gone with Kate, but Kate shouldn't have gone by herself. But it's super crazy because uh, as they're riding back, Kate just starts talking tomorrow about what she found out which they actually kind of found out that Mara likes girls and and she likes one friend in particular but it was just so awkward and they're and they're having this kind of awkward exchange and now Mara's at the point where she clams up and she's like I don't want to talk about it. And it's like, ugh. You forced her to do the mom-daughter thing, and that's not what she wanted to do. And this is what Sean and Johnny were trying to prevent. Because, again, K 
Kate is not the best at being, you know, cool, calm, and collected about things. So, mm. but then we flash back to 1985, and we find out that Tully doesn't know much about vlogging and the internet. Now, here's the funny thing. You guys are listening to this on podcast, but in 85, there wasn't much, you know, internet was pretty new. We're, we're, we're not really doing much with it, you know, and vlogging, like what's, what's vlogging? You know, Tully was still used to the world of talk shows you know we had you know different shows like sally jesse Raphael. you had uh you know this is i believe when oprah really started getting her stride and all these different talk show hosts you could probably click through all of all of daytime television and you either hit a what was it a soap opera a talk show or a game show so this was part of regular daytime television so for Tully this is you know she's trying to get to life without having the girlfriend hour now the funny thing is with all of this Cloud actually knows about uploading vlogs because she herself has one on, you know, astrology and tarot cards and all this stuff. And it's like, wait, whoa, hold up. Um, Cloud knows more about the internet than, than uh, Kate does. I mean, than, than, than Tully does. So, you know, interesting. Here we go, you know, this is something brand new. But afterward, we go back to the Malarkey family dinner. You know, and he comes in and Kate is getting, you know, getting things together and they have a moment when everything is in the oven and getting ready to be pulled out. And dare I say it, but Kate and Johnny decide to have a little sexy time. Well, the funny thing about that is mom and dad walk in on Kate and Johnny during a very bearing time in their uh, moments. I would have been so embarrassed. I wouldn't have known what to do with myself. I think my parents would have canceled dinner. I don't even think they would have wanted to come to my house after that. I, I don't know. What about you? That was super embarrassing. I was just like, oh no. <laughs> Oh, these two, these two, they were like in their honeymoon stage and, you know, just right before dinner, 
know your parents are bound to come early, especially if it's the daughter or the son who's hosting. Like the parent will, your parents will show up early no matter what because they want to make sure uh, you've got everything under control. If you need help, they will be there. Even though you say you don't need help, they will still be there. How embarrassing. How do you recoup from that? You can't. You just can't. No, you really cannot. You you just can't get with it. You can't do anything with this. And it was like, oh my goodness. But they finally all get it together. And um, Sean and his wife and the new baby come over. And Tully actually walks in with Danny because Danny walked her home. Um, and Danny comes to dinner. Now, the funny thing is Bud, who is Kate and Sean's father, says, you know, oh, my gosh, it's Danny. And he's like, you're one of my favorite, um, you know, reporters. And I kind of thought that was really awkward with, you know, Tully being in the room saying that, you know, Danny is one of his favorite reporters but okay you know and he starts to have this kind of bonding moment with with Danny and inviting him and all this stuff now as they sit down at dinner one of the crazy things because Johnny is really trying to force you know, he's really trying to force this everybody gets to know him, everybody gets to like him kind of thing. And one of the things that um, Kate's mom tells Tully is that, you know, she doesn't have to have a man to make herself happy. You know, she can pretty much do what she wants. And in trying to be the ally, Johnny actually says, yeah, no one should make, you know, anyone get married. In fact, most people that are married are miserable. And not he it's like he doesn't realize that he's sitting across literally from two married couples. And it's like, oh, oops. So he really puts his foot in his mouth on this one, and it's like, oh great. And he even tells them that he doesn't believe in marriage. Now, the funny thing is, they know that he's seeing Kate. So why would you tell Kate's parents that you don't believe in marriage when you're dating their daughter? <sighs> but it gets a little crazy. And after everyone leaves, you know, Kate really asks him, hey, do you really believe the things that you said? And he tries to back it up, but not back it up at the same time. So it gets kind of weird, but we switch over to a seemingly, you know, kind of present family dinner where, <clears throat> you know, again, it's mom, dad, Sean, Johnny, and Mara, except for this time it's really not Tully, you know, and 
they're all having, you know, this conversation. And this is where Sean actually begins to live his truth. And because Kate and Sean's mom says, hey, you know what? I saw your ex-wife and she seems to be not doing so well. Maybe you can stop having your midlife crisis and go and um, get back with your wife. And everybody kind of gets wide-eyed with the exception of dad. And they're like, well, you know, Sean, Kate says, you know, Sean is happy. Sean's happy with how his life is. And, you know, her mom kind of fires back with, well, you know, he's li he's living in your house. He's living in your basement. Like, he can't be that happy. He needs to get back with his wife. He's, he can't, he obviously cannot be happy. <sighs> well, that really finally seems to be the last straw for Sean. And he lets her know that he is openly gay. He's been hiding it from her because he didn't want his parents to be insulted, but he comes out to his parents and he has no problem with that because he lets them know that he loved Richard um, and that they weren't there for him. Now, you know, the crazy part with that is Kate realizes how her mother sounds and says, ask Mara, hey, is that how I sound to you? And Mara says, pretty much. You know, like, yeah, that that's pretty much how you sound. So Sean is, you know, of course he's shaken. He's upset. He didn't want it to be like that, but you know, this is what happened. But we see them really wrapping up for dinner. And so Mara says, you know, that her grandmother and grandfather are going to drop her off at her friend's house so she can have a sleepover. And so, you know, Kate tells her, you know, she loves her and, you know, have a great time. But Johnny gets really, really angry with Kate and says, well, you know what? I thought we were going to tell her together and you always do this. And you can tell kind of that Johnny's anger is really not at the situation. There's something else going on. But we've seen this brewing in Johnny for a little while now. And he's not really saying what's going on with him, but he's getting so angry with Kate that it's really cause for confusion and he's like you know what? I gotta go I, I I really gotta go so it's like okay he leaves but it leaves time for Kate and Sean to really have a conversation and they have the conversation that you know he expected his parents to say you know what we love you it's going to be okay and you know, no matter what's going on, we're here for you. Well, the crazy part is that's exactly what Kate does. She hugs him and she tells him, I'm here for you. 
But she has the brilliant idea that they need to go bar hopping. And believe it or not, Sean's never gone bar hopping, but they call the always amazing Tully Hart because she knows all the hot spots. And they have an amazing time. And Tully finds out that she is pretty much an icon in the LGBTQ community because they love the girlfriend in it. So they're having a great time. But meanwhile, across town, Johnny's having a not so great time. He's at a bar getting drunk and getting into a fight. Ugh. It's just like he won't admit that there is something seriously wrong. He is having an emotional rift since he came back and he's been in recovery. But it's just, he won't admit it. He will not admit it. And that's the crazy part. That is really, really the crazy part. And that's pretty much where we end off with that episode. We sure did. And, you know, it's, I think it's, they put into perspective the the reality of one who does not want to admit that they need help or if they're suffering through because we're seeing this part of Johnny where I, f- I can feel like a lot of people can relate to, you know, at first we're kind of in denial of like, oh no, there's something wrong with me, but there is, but you know, I'm okay. I can just solve my issues on my own. Cause a lot of us, even for myself, I tend to just want to solve all my problems on my own, but then there's moments where you just need the help to make it easier for you and for you to just move on. But you know, it, it's not easy and I feel bad for Johnny, you know, like he's gone through a lot and where does he go from here? He just doesn't want to admit that he needs help. Exactly. Exactly. You know, so he definitely won't admit it, but we're going to see more of where Johnny is going and how Sean's newfound freedom helps him and what does this mean for Tully and Kate so is it safe to say we can wrap this thing up let's wrap it up as always guys it's yourselves and because of each other and that's all we have for now 